in the internet era, there's an infinite number of opportunities, information, activities, and events we could get involved with, which is great. But there's no such thing as a free lunch. And when you say yes to anything, you're also saying no to something else. So how do you decide what to say no to? And just as crucially, how do you say no when it's really hard? Whether you're a people pleaser or you just want to do a bit of everything, turning down an opportunity, even when you know you should, can be really tough. Best-selling author, psychologist and Wharton professor Katie Milkman struggles saying no herself. But thanks to her no club, she doesn't have to go it alone. My name is Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organisational psychologist and the founder of behavioural science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favourite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favourite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Katie Milkman about her no club. I love my my no club. Yes, it is life-saving and for so many reasons. Um, yes, so I have a group of, it's three of us, three women at, um, you know, research intensive business schools, all of whom care a lot about uh, doing science, who care a lot about communicating about science and being good teachers and good citizens. We really have very aligned and similar goals. Um, and we learned about this research that had been done by a team of economists led by Linda Babcock at Carnegie Mellon University, showing that women really struggle to say no when asked to do what she calls non-promotable tasks. So these are things like organizing the office party, taking notes at work, um, giving a talk at an event or sitting on a committee that won't be rewarded in any way other than sort of appreciated because it's good citizenship. Um, and men and women both get these kinds of asks a lot. It's part of being, you know, in any organization. And women have a lot more trouble saying no than men. They spend a lot of time on these kinds of tasks and it can take away from doing things that are more valued by their organizations and, and may prevent them from raising, rising to the highest levels. So we learned about this work and we learned that Linda and her collaborators had formed a no club of women who would basically reach out to each other for second opinions whenever they got an ask that fit into this category of something that's not part of your job description that they knew wouldn't strictly be rewarded by the organization, but that might be worth doing because you want to be a good citizen, you want to do the right things. Um, and we we thought this is such a great idea to have this no club because it turns out when we're in an outsider mode, when we're evaluating these kinds of asks to someone else, it's much easier and clearer for us to say objectively, um, oh no, that's a bad use of time. Then when it's <laughs> insider mode and you're thinking about the feelings you might hurt and the, how are you going to handle everything? So we have this no club. We reach out to each other whenever we get these kinds of asks. And it has been absolutely incredible over the last, well, I think it's going seven years and, and strong now um, for a bunch of reasons, but actually not all reasons I anticipated. So I knew it would be great to have these incredible women on my side sort of offering consulting services and to <laughs> offer my own on these kinds of challenges. And then it might free up a lot of time and, and help me prioritize better. 
Uh, what I didn't fully appreciate when we created this is what an amazing community it would build, right? Where these women were already friends, but they've come become closer because we see each other's struggles. We're in touch regularly and it's become more like a support group. Um, we actually recently added Joy Club to No Club so that we can celebrate uh-huh. each other's successes, <laughs> which I love. So like emails go out, they used to just have a a tag in front, no club, and then people would respond right away. But we added joy club so we could share good news with each other and celebrate it. Um, A third thing that I didn't anticipate, but that I've researched and now appreciate more, thanks to that, is that when we give advice to each other, it actually ends up helping us too. So I thought that would just be, you know, it's reciprocity, right? They they give me advice, I give them advice. That's just sort of the, the price you pay for joining this club, but it's not a price. It turns out to be really valuable to me every time I see a challenge they're struggling with, because um, first of all, I'm likely to face some similar challenge and thinking through it in advance, seeing it with that outsider perspective, I learn and I build my own confidence because it's easy for me to see, oh, this is the right way to think about it when it's someone else's problem. And then when, when I face the same challenge myself, I feel confident that I can tackle it because I've seen it before. Um, So that's actually, there's research showing that advice giving improves your own confidence and competence, uh, which I got to be a part of. And and, um, that sort of opened my eyes to the power of the advice club, not only as a social support group, not only as a way to tap into the wisdom of others, but actually to build your own confidence and competence as well. So I wonder whether you're now feeling inspired to start a no club like Katie. Maybe you might start by sharing this episode with a couple of people, ideally peers who have a pretty good feel for your work life and see what they think. In my life, I have a couple of peer mentoring groups. One is a group of women who are all founders and CEOs or ex-CEOs of their business. And the other is a group of fellow B Corporation founders. So when I'm struggling with something, such as whether to say no to an opportunity, I know that I can reach out to someone in either of these groups who, as founders and business leaders, have a good feel for those unique pressures and can help me identify whether I should really be saying no to something, even if the people pleaser in me wants to say yes. And I should also add that my assistant, Hannah, who is intimate with all the demands placed on me and the requests for my time, is also another brilliant sounding board who I bounce things off every week. If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes everything sound so much better than it would have otherwise. See you next time.